Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, you beautiful people. We're back. Well, what is up? Sports Dog is back, technically, but you know, who gives a shit? Um, exactly. If you're catching either one of us, me or Mike, on live stream. Um, you can follow Mike at Mike, uh, fuck, I've completely forgot your Twitter handle. What thing, uh, on air with Mike. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow the podcast live stream now on the official Instagram on the podcast at time to BS podcast. One word, um, no spaces in between just cause I'm anal about that. Um, Hey, look, trade deadline talk. <laughs> um, oh, yes. yes, the trade deadline has come and gone, uh, which means uh, plenty to get to, plenty to get to in a short period of time. But, you know, um, let's start with the big ones. Um, Robin Leonard gets his ass shipped from Chicago to Las Vegas for a second round pick this year. Malcolm Subban, goaltender, and a prospect um, in return. Uh, the Blackhawks are rebuilding, of course, in a Western Conference that is stacked beyond belief. Um, and he goes to a prime Stanley Cup contender. Indeed. Now, uh, a trade that actually just happened... Um, few hours ago, like actually 20 minutes after the official deadline, uh, Yon- I think it was Jonas Donskoy? Um, no, I could be wrong. I could be horribly wrong, actually. Uh, someone from the Sharks got traded to Tampa Bay for a first-round pick. I, I, Mike, can you look that up, or no? I will do that, because that would be the first I've heard of that one. Yeah, it was... Uh, Definitely someone. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is uh, sports talk on the podcast. Um, 
we'll get to um, some fan favorites another time. But, you know, we're, we're slacking on our sports talk. It's the slowest time of the year. Post it really is. Post-Super Bowl, it's so slow. Yeah. Spring training, I don't care about. I'm glad baseball's back. Yes, America's um, past is back. Team? He's a huge fan of the New York Islanders. That's his team. All right. We have an Islander fan on the stream. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Welcome, brother. Now, who are we talking about? Uh, someone got traded to Tampa Bay for a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, Barclay Goodrow. Barclay Goodrow. I was thinking of Jonas Donskoy for some fucking reason. Uh, in exchange for 2020 third-round pick from San Diego. San Jose Sharks in exchange for 2020 first round and Anthony Greco. Not a bad deal. Uh, no, that's pretty good. Uh, the Devils trade Wayne Simmons to uh, Buffalo oh. yep. for a fourth rounder? Uh, yes. For a 2020 fourth rounder. Good deal. Yeah, and like I was saying earlier, it, the New Jersey's unloading. I mean, it, it was no surprise. I knew he was mentioned. Um, Paul Mary, I think the the asking price was too high, but New Jersey, nonetheless, unloading and reloading in the draft. Yep, as the true. Um, and the New York Islanders kind of went. All, they went shopping. The Islanders went yes, shopping these last couple weeks, um, sending your former captain Andy Green. To the Islanders for a second round pick. Where was it? A, was it a second round? It was a second was rounder. Second, yeah, second round. I'm so slow right now. You're good, man. Oh, it's been long day, long day, long day on my end. But um, I'm speaking from now on your fan perspective. Um, this defense, which is the strength of the team, has not been the same since Adam Pellick went down for the year. They haven't been the same, and when you can't stop when you can't stop shots and you can't score goals, you're gonna lose games. And yep. this team has already had trouble scoring goals from the beginning. I mean, since Trotz got here, they've had trouble scoring goals. But I, Mike, I might be wrong on this one, but the New York Islanders, I think, are thirty-one-two and four. When they score three or more goals, they're almost undefeated. Yeah, I know you guys lost some close ones, um, so that would be pretty accurate. And so, around deadline, New York, in need of some scoring help, well, their wingers are not terrible, um, they went shopping. They went shopping for the top centerman on the market, Jean-Gabriel Peugeot of the Ottawa Senators was traded to the New York Islanders for a first second rounder and a 2022 third rounder conditionally only if the Islanders win the Stanley Cup. Yep. So, and they immediately signed to a six-year extension worth $5 million a year. Well, it's by far the Islanders were one of the winners of the draft, of the deadline. Oh, yeah. By far. Well, they got the top center on the market. Their defense is their defense is getting back to where they wanted to go with it with the Andy Green trade because you bring veteran presence and a veteran defenseman of fourteen years. 
onto this team. So that helps big time. He's not going to score. He's going to keep the puck out of the Islanders off out of the Islanders zone and put it right into the offensive zone pretty well actually. And in need of scoring help and well this is what I I hate to bring him up since JT left, since John Tavares left. The Islanders' biggest need has been down the middle at center. Mm-hmm. It's been their biggest need. It's been their kryptonite. It's and it doesn't help since Zizekas has been out with a knee with a knee laceration for the last few weeks. So we don't know when he's coming back. Clarbach, thank God, is is skating right now, but they needed a centerman. They needed one badly. Well, I was hoping that you guys would have got one because, or at least would have made some moves because. You know, the Islanders, well, that's not, um, I think they still got a sour taste in their mouth from last year being swept. Well, of course. Um, I mean, the Hurricanes, of course, are making moves, but, you know, yeah. I to bring in Peugeot, I mean, a guy who wants to be here. I mean, we'll, we'll get to Zach Brazy in a second, but a guy that wants to be here and is excited to come to the island, I mean, it, it's... Mike, I'm 22 years old. I've been an Islander fan all my life. People don't believe me. I've been an Islander fan all my life. I was raised with Islander fans. This is the most comp. This is this feels great. I mean, I've been through Teddy Nolan. I've been through Garth Snow. I've been through everything to deal with the the Garth Snow tender. With Jack Capuano and Doug Waite was one of the most agonizing and infuriating moments as a times as a sports fan I can ever remember. I mean, and I've seen Super Bowl Forty. I have seen that game from start to finish. I have seen some collapses of Yankees baseball. I've seen some horrible, horrible times of being a Jet supporter as well. I mean, this feels great because not only do te- not only do players want to be here, you have structure within the organization for the first time in in thirty in thirty years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. And everyone who's like who's listening to to shows Islander fan, I mean, be excited. Drink a beer. Pat yourself on the back. It's a good day. It's a damn good time. Well, it's a good day if you're an Islander fan. I mean, you're <clears throat> moving in the right direction again. This team that uh, was my favorite to win last year, I still think it's a high on in favorite to win, at least make it to the Stanley Cup. We'll see how that goes down the road. But, but no, I agree with you. It's a good day to be an Islander fan, and we'll see how all this shakes out here as we go down the home stretch. I don't know about going to the Stanley Cup final, but you know, uh, hey, anything's possible. Anything's possible. If Kevin Garnett taught us anything, anything's possible. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, I don't know how you feel about him getting his number retired by the Celtics. Mm, should have been with the T Wolves. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Should have been with the, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
I mean, that's a better fit. I mean, what yeah, do you think? I mean, again, I get why Boston did it, but we all remember KG as a T-Wolf, not as a Celtic. His best, I mean, granted, he did play some pretty good basketball in Boston, but his main main show was in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, kids today will think, when they think of Kevin Garnett, they think, oh, my God, he was one of the greatest Celtics of all time, and I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. Because How long has he spent? Three, four years? It's been four years. And they're very long. Garnett, when he retired, Garnett was one of my favorite players growing up mm-hmm. watching the NBA. And he, like, he would fight people. I like Garnett. Yeah. He was not, he did not, uh, he wasn't um, um, backing down on nobody. Nope. Um, Carolina um, the Hurricanes are going all in it looks like um, they're not that far behind from the Metro lead but I mean they didn't solve their biggest problem they goaltending but well no and I thought really they would have went after a goaltending because that really would have solved at least a lot of their problems um that they've had all year, but they failed at that. Of course. And, listen, you can't rely on Peter Morazic and, fuck, I completely forgot their, their backup. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not even talking about. Hold on. Is it, is it Reimer? No, it, What? I got a question for you to think on, and then I'll, well, I'll get this uh, answer for you. What position would you go after next year for the Islanders the most, and then the Devils for me? Um, you first. You first. I, I might need to think about this one. Well, it's not goaltending. I know that. McKenzie's been on fire. Yeah. Um, I like McKenzie. Um, now, if Snyder would have still been in there, then that would have answered my question. <laughs> I still say defensive men. Even though we need scoring, um, I say Devils still need some defense. I'm going to go winger. Um, specifically down the bottom six. Because, I mean, Martin, Sezikas, and Clutterbuck are great as a trio at the fourth line. But, I mean... That third line concerns the crap out of me. James Reimer. It is Reimer. Yep. And that third line, I mean, I know Peugeot is here for another five years, six years, excuse me, but, and Broussard is a free agent at the end of the year, but you need to develop these two kids, Kiefer Bellows and, um, Oliver Wallstrom, you need to develop these kids. Because I mean Bellows has shown he can he can play. But Wallstrom, it's I'm getting worried. I mean I'm getting worried. But mm-hmm. because 
I mean, he was a really good prospect when they drafted him. And Noah Dobson looks like he's the better of the two. But right now, um, for me, it's a tie between defenseman and, and third line. Because cause th- the top six is solidified with, you know, Barzell, Lee, and Eberle, uh, Nelson, Bailey, and Beauvillier. But that that third line, that that, that third line's concerning. Because I know Lad's up for the year, for the remainder of the year, and it looks like Sezikis may be coming back soon. Clotter may be coming back very shortly, but... They need they need to score goals. Like I said, this team is almost undefeated when they score three or more goals. It's ridiculous. Um, Mike, the yes. first domino of free agency in the NFL has fallen. Yes. Greg Olson to the Seattle Seahawks on a one-year $7 million contract. Surprised I was a little. I, I he should have went to the Bills. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I was really. I'm not gonna lie. I think I might have spoke on this on my one of my podcasts. I can't remember, but um, I was surprised. Not saying he won't do well. No, he'll do great. He'll Seattle. Be a great red zone threat for Russ. But if I you think... told me that he would have went to Seattle, I would have been like, yeah, I don't see that. So, But excellent pickup for Seattle. Excellent pickup. I think he's averaged like 60-plus catches for the last three years. And he dropped like he's dropped like seven passes in three years. So, extremely reliable tight end. But Oh, he's still got some gas. He still has, he still has a couple years left, but yeah. I... When I think of free agent tight ends, I mean, I can't... I'm worried about this one because I not only has Greg Olson failed to stay healthy the last well, three years... Well, that's another reason why I brought up. His injury issues, to me, is a big red flag. He has failed to stay healthy the last three years. And your backup now, Will Disley, he's coming off not only a torn patellar tendon his rookie year... But torn Achilles this year. So, you start to question his reliability as well. Now, I I think they re-signed Jacob Hollister, who had a good year in wake of Disley's injury. Yep. But, you know, I think they end up moving him to fullback because... They, I, they want to run the football and they want to get the fullbacks involved again and sort of bring him into the Kyle Juszczyk role with San Francisco where he's sort of into that where he's sort of in that zone scheme and he's big enough to play fullback I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's not a tight end but you know let's 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 see how this goes it's an interesting hire I mean uh move from the Seahawks I like it and then at the same time if it, if if he can stay healthy and if he can do what we've seen him do in Carolina it's going to be a great great pickup or it could be a total bust you never I don't know. see it being a bust as long as he can stay healthy if he plays a full if he plays a full season this is going to help big time for Russ because 
Reportedly, Marshawn Lynch is contemplating coming back to Seattle for another year. Um, the free agent, the free agents for this team are just injury are interesting. They're very interesting because you obviously have Jadavian Clowney, which I think he walks. Yeah, I don't see Seattle bringing him back. I don't see him bringing. I think he goes. He'll go somewhere, but it's not going to be. He's he won't be signed. There's no way. He's going to get his money. That's for sure. Well, yeah, and we're worth it. Probably. But overdone it, but eh, you never know. Um, I think whatever Seattle does in the draft is ultimately going to be decided with their free agency period. So, whatever, which has which started since Greg Olson got here. But, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Seahawks do. Because, they're going to have around $60 million in cap space to work with. Which is, not a crap ton of money, but... Seattle can work with those bargain contracts and they can bring along some really good players. It's just that culture. It's that culture and the will to win that just brings them those contracts. Those players, excuse me. Slow day today. <laughs> Slow day today, huh? Uh, yeah. I yeah, because we're going so slow. Jesus Christ, man. The funniest podcast NHL fans were in NHL gear talking about the NFL, LOL. Um, baseball, oh, God. New coach, love to see John Cooper or Lambert in New Jersey. Lambert um, ain't going to New Jersey. We'll see. Um, did we see, and somebody brought this up, while back. Do we see Jamison Winston in Tampa Bay? Yes. 100% yes. I said no. I 100% say yes. Um, I think he comes back on either a short-term deal worth like $60 million, like a two-year deal at $60 million. Well, considering the quarterback market nowadays, but... Well, the quarterback market nowadays is outrageous. It's stupid. It's absolutely yeah. stupid. Oh, I want to be a quarterback. Yeah, make so much money. Just throw a football. Did you? It's like playing. Did it's like being a pitcher. Christ. What? If he would pick, if he could pick who he wants to play for, it's Dallas. Tua. Yeah. Uh. Apparently, he grew up a Cowboy fan. Now I don't know if that was is the reason why, but. You know, Dallas has got to figure out what they want to do out with Dak. Oh, Dak. I still oh, think God. Dak's going to hold out. Well, free agency starts March 13th, right? Yeah, I was going to say it's wow. next week or next week. Next two weeks. Yeah. Jeez. This year we're flying by. Chris Harris, I know, dude. Oh, God. We're already about to be the third month of the year. Yeesh. Chris Harris is testing the free agency, which I expected that. Um, oh, here we go. Football question. Who? Uh, let's weigh on this one. Dak or Winston? Who's better? Oh, don't. I. Oh, God. Really? Who is this guy? 
Um, Black underscore stallion. You didn't really need to say that. I'm just joking with you. Um, I, I want to give some. Awesome do I want to win games, or do I want to somewhat win games, but throw a crap ton of yards? Well, my thing is, who wants? My thing is, uh, Winston likes to throw interceptions. He led the league in interceptions this year. Only quarterback in NFL history to throw for thirty and thirty. I swear, seriously, Brett Favre never done it. Exactly, yeah. Brett Favre in the his in his Hall of Fame career has never done that. That's impressive to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've got to be. Kidding I me. go with. Um... Oh God. Dak throws a weird football to me. See, they're both inconsistent. That's what hurts my decision. They're yeah, they threw so much. They threw a shit yeah, ton really of yards last year. That. I mean, Jameis Winston and Dak Prescott were one and two in passing yards last year, and not only that, someone's going to get forty million. The Cowboys are going to be idiots. The Cowboys are going to overpay Dak. I. You see, okay. What's the Cowboys' cap space in the future? Because a I'm telling you, you've got, they just got done paying Zeke. A lot of money. They're gonna, they're gonna eventually find themselves in a hole that they're not gonna be able to resign who they yeah. want to resign. To and this right is the thing. Done. So, I think they did the right thing of giving Zeke a six-year deal because that's how much I think he has left. If I mean, that, I, but yeah, I could be horribly wrong. The Demarcus Lawrence deal. I mean, say what you want about sack numbers. I mean, good year last year. Jalen Smith, good contract when you think of it. I mean, Byron Jones is leaving, and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. He's throwing this out there. Dak and Prez and Winston believes they are both worth the highest paid quarterback. Yeah, right. I I would re-sign... Oh, God. Really? I would re-sign... Am I, is it bad to say I think Winston's on the better team? They got a better defense. Yeah. Is it, I don't is it too far to say? Well, no, because... All cowboy hatred aside, seriously. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not even going to... Um, yeah, and see, I'm with him on this one. Dak does get out of the pocket better than Winston does. Um, Dak reminds me about... Mark Cooper, I can put to Mike Evans. The running back core, I'll give that to Dallas. You see, Jones may end up being really good for the box though. Yeah, no. I know. Uh, I go Tampa because one, it's a tax-free state, and two, it's better weather and better coach. Yeah, Tampa Bay wasn't bad last year. They weren't. They were not bad. A, a bad team last year. There, if Jameis Winston threw fifteen less interceptions, I'm telling you, they, they're a playoff team. Yeah, they that are a playoff team. Disappointing because they're in a crappy division, still can't win the division. I don't, a, I don't know about crappy division. That's a pretty bad division, though. Ah, yeah, good point. <laughs> fair point. Very fair point, actually. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put the Dallas-Texas stuff away. I mean, that's – from a football standpoint, I think Tampa would easily beat Dallas. Wouldn't okay. be easy, but they could compete. All right. All right. We'll continue these questions shortly. Right after the break. Yes, sir. Please repeat the question. The question is, and it's for you, Dan. It's your Seahawks. <clears throat> Pete Carroll retires. Who's your head coach? I hate this question, but I love this question at the same time. Um, crap. Who do I want as head coach? Um, well, I definitely don't want Josh McDaniels. Nah, he'll be New England. I, I want him as the offensive coordinator. But not as my head coach. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't trust Patriot head coaches except for Brian, Brian Flores, who looks to who the Dolphins finally found their head coach. And let's be honest, Josh McDaniels failed in Denver. Yeah, and it looks like Matt Patricia is failing badly in Detroit. Uh yeah. Oh God. Detroit needs to get rid of Matthew Stafford personally. Ugh, I don't know about that one. Go younger. I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. This is a. Uh, this is interesting. Um. Who would I want as head coach? Fuck. I. You know what? I think I I'm probably a Seahawks fan, and there's so many I would just choose from. Well, Mike, you know me. Kyle won me over with Jim Schwartz. So, I'm not going to well, say. That was my guy that I thought maybe. I want, I want him to get another shot. Um, oh boy you know what despite the 49ers call Jim Harbaugh I either call Jim Harbaugh or somehow pry Bruce Arians over here 
I still think um, I, <laughs> I still think Jim Arbar is going to back to the NFL. He's going to be in the NFL. He's got to be in the NFL eventually. Because let's be honest, he's going. If he doesn't jump the ship back into the professional league, um, he's going to get fired. Yeah, he's he been failing at Michigan. Nothing in Michigan. He's been failing at Michigan. I'm sorry, he has been. Yeah, he has failed in Michigan. Um, in the big games, he can't win. He can't beat Ohio State either. No, no, not even close. And don't get. And trust me, people out there, when I say when he can't beat, well, the OU can't win the bowl game. Okay, but I'll give you that too. But we're talking about a rivalry here that it's taking pretty serious between both states. Don't get me started with Penn State, Jesus. So, Ugh. don't get me started, my boys. Um, who is this? Who would I want as yeah, I would want Harbaugh as head coach. I would somehow pry either McDaniels or Oh crap. Would you promote um Breeding Carroll, the old line coach? What? Seahawks assistant O line coach. No. You want to go that route? No. I wouldn't. You go in-house or out-house? Out-house. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Um, I didn't... Wow, why didn't I think of this? Dan Quinn. Why didn't I think of him? Oh, I forgot about Quinn. Why didn't I think of Dan Quinn? Madonna's. If Carol retires, immediately call the Falcons. What about Vance Joseph? <laughs> Can I punch you now? Come on, man. Vance Joseph isn't a bad defensive coordinator. I want to put that. I want to put that in the words. Seriously. But uh, why did uh, question? Why did Dallas? So pretty much, he wants to know um, why did Dallas give a cheesehead, of course, Mike McCarthy. Over coach as Urban Meyer, so pretty much why didn't go Dallas go after Urban Meyer? Well, because Urban Meyer has no head coaching experience in the NFL. Simple as that. And they wanted a winning head coach. Um, no, but he won with Aaron Rodgers. Coaching matters, people. I don't care. I don't care if you w- look. Listen, <sighs> Mike McCarthy, I think would have taken the Jets job if Adam Gase didn't win over the Johnsons, the ownership of the Jets. And don't get me wrong, I think Adam Gase is going to be fine with the New York Jets. And I think Mike McCarthy is going to be great with the Cowboys. But this whole notion of bringing, of like... There are idiots out there who really think that Mike McCarthy won just because of Aaron Rodgers. And I understand this is a quarterback-driven league, but come on, people. Bill Belichick won six Super Bowls. Probably could have won three more if Brady was traded in favor of Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I don't know shit. But 
this whole notion of like quarterbacks rule everything is kind of bullshit in the end. It really is. Well, I mean, coaching matters uh, a lot due to the fact that let's look at Cleveland, for example. You, They brought in – I'm not going to sit here and vouch for Baker Mayfield, but they brought in Odell Beckham, Mr. Drama Queen, and that failed miserably. Well, let's be honest here. I think that would have been a good trade had they kept Greg Williams as head coach. I still think that made a lot of difference. That made such a difference. I'm going to be honest. That was a – that was – a bad move on Cleveland Park not keeping Greg Williams. But you want to please the quarterback. Christ. And I really don't think Baker was a huge Freddie Kitchens fan. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. You want to benefit your quarterback? Bring in the guy who's, who actually was a head coach during his time. People forget, Greg Williams was the head coach of the Bills for a good period of time. Mm-hmm. Good coach, too. Better defensive coordinator, but a good coach. Oh, absolutely. What about Tom Cable? I would rather die before I let Tom Cable be my head coach. <laughs> Never speak of that. I, I, oh. <laughs> Tom Cable ruins teams. Well... You know, your thoughts. Oh, here we go. Your thoughts on the two potential rumors. The two-year $60 million deal of Las Vegas is willing to give Tom Brady this one. What? Your thoughts on the rumors. You didn't hear that? What? You did not. So I'm guessing you had no clue of that. Uh, I, I've seen two. I've seen a two-year deal. $60 million. Las Vegas is willing to pay two for 60 for Tom Brady's services out in Las Vegas. What's the second one? Second point, Derek Carr in in Las Vegas is talking to Indianapolis about a potential Derek Carr trade. I still think Nick Foles is a better quarterback for that team. Oh, yeah. I I still think Nick Foles is a... Then again, he could work in Jacksonville. I don't know. He's got a good contract where they can release him after after this offseason. I don't know. But I would trade Nick Foles if... If I I would trade, I would get a third round pick for for from the Colts in exchange for Nick Foles, and the Colts are immediately going to win twelve games with Nick Foles. If Denver did not have Drew Lock, I would absolutely be all in in regards to the Broncos trying to get Nick Foles traded to Denver. He's such a weird quarterback. He's yeah. a good he quarterback, but a weird quarterback. One of quarterbacks that rode on a hot streak and led to a Super Bowl, and that was that. It happens. Shit happens. I'm not saying that's what – I mean, I don't know. We'll see, but – I would if – okay. Um. Or if I'm Indianapolis, I call the Houston Texans and say, hey, how much you want for A.J. McCarron? See, I'm pissed off about that because I think AJ is a co- a very competable starter in this league. If he's on the right team with the right coaching staff, he's easily a starter. Yeah, easily. Now, would he been a starter under um, Zach Thomas's Zach Taylor? Yes, I think that was a um, linebacker under 
um, Taylor's offense in uh, Cincy? I don't know. I mean, I think I like Bur- Joe Burrow, but I don't know if he's the answer for Cincinnati either. I, I think Burrow ends up working out, but he might struggle his first year because it's well. Cincinnati doesn't have a bad group of players. I want to point that out here. No. Joe Mixon, Tyler Eifert, A.J. Green, Auden Tate, John Ross, their receiving core is sexy. And, you know, their defense has some players, especially in the back end, with Sean Williams and... Excuse me. Did I get that right? Jesse Bates and Sean Williams. Yes, I did. Yeah. At safety. Those two are awesome. And... They're going to have a really good draft. If they want to do anything. But, well, they can't afford to... Uh, they can't afford to cough up the first-round pick and trade it away. No. Nope. They need to keep it. Of course. I'm going to read... I'm going to look at the latest... Mock draft. Um, I got one for I got a mock draft for you. So, um, here's a good question. When was the last time a number one pick quarterback in the NFL draft won a Super Bowl? Number one overall pick. Yeah. At quarterback, won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was a question that just sent been sent in. That had to be. That's that's, I, that that's Eli Manning. Oh yeah, Eli. That's Eli Manning. Forgot about Eli. Was it Eli? Hold on. To the internet. Last time. What year was that? He was drafted. 2004. Oh, God. Well, we know Kyler Murray hasn't. We know Baker hasn't. Sam Bradford didn't. No shit he didn't. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck Sam Bradford. Uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, Jared Goff. No, no. He bit there, but he didn't win. Give me. I, I had to be Eli. It was Eli. It have to be Eli. It is Eli. 100% right. Yeah. It's got to be Eli. Um, Mike, how do you like this? How do you like this draft for Seattle? Um, 27, Curtis Weaver, defensive end from Boise State. Well, that kid's. I'm telling that kid's going to be the best pass rusher in this league's, in this year's uh, draft. Chase Young would beg to differ. I've heard. I um, still, I mean... Chase Young, beside, I mean, he's going to be... He could be the there. third best one. Well, definitely, yeah. Um, AJ Terrell at 59, corner. Who is that? Clemson corner. AJ I Terrell. Like I wouldn't mind if Denver went after him, or I could see him first round. No, first round, uh, second early. 64, early second. center, Nick Harris. 
Now this is um this is from the draftnetwork.com. This is where you can pick your team and then do it right. and like do individual mock drafts for your team. Yeah, I see that was a lot on Twitter. I may do mine for Denver. It's um, fun. It's a lot of fun. Kind of Denver's being mentioned for a lot of trades. Uh, I like that pick. 123rd, Trey Adams, right tackle from Washington. Oh, yes. That oh, kid's I love him. Stud. That kid's an absolute stud. And number 301, excuse me, 136, Juwan Johnson out of Oregon. Now, he's the um... former Penn State receiver, by the way. Yep. He has hands. He has massive hands. Yes, he does. I thought I had massive hands. No, this dude has massive hands. Yeah, this guy's hands. Very hands-on. Handy Manny. <laughs> I can keep going, but I won't. <laughs> we have fun here sometimes. <laughs> we have fun here sometimes. Um, I had Colin Johnson... At 136, but I realize, wait a minute. Jawan Johnson runs faster. Well, yeah. But then, yeah, again. it's gonna be interesting this year about the draft because really, this will be fun. Your, this draft will be fun. Your, Go on. Do you feel like a quarter? Do you feel like this is a year for a top quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Um, not with Cincinnati, no, not anytime soon. Um, um if he's not in position to win. The closest one, I think, would be the Colts if they were to draft a quarterback in the first round. Now, whether it's Jacob Eason. You know, Jordan Love is getting a lot of love. Why? A lot of love in the first round. Why? I don't know. I'm not really impressed with him. I think Fromm's better. And don't, I mean, I'm not knocking the kid. He's got God gifted No, good, yeah. I'm, he's more like, he reminds me so much of Drew Locke. He's more of a second rounder. Well, I think Fromm is, a, is more of a first rounder. I can, you know, oh, it's Jake Fromm. You know who I'm thinking of that's going to probably make that move to get up to get him right before the end of the uh, first round? What up? New England. That's a Belichick quarterback. Still feel like Josh Rosen. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on the Josh Rosen train. Well, I know you were. You've been on for quite a while. I'm on the Josh Rosen train to the Patriots for a long time. Suck it. Seahawks, Ross Blacklock, defensive line, TCU, first round mock draft. Your thoughts? I I still think they need a pass rusher. Defensive tackles not. I think they go after a Damon Harrison or a Danny Shelton in free agency to fill up the nose tackle gap. Which I'm sorry, I love Puna Ford. He's five eleven as a nose tackle. You need size at the nose tackle position. And why they go after Nadamikin Sue? Damon Harrison or Danny Shelton, like I said earlier, they need a nose tackle. They need a run stopper. This team has been gashed. Gashed, I tell you, by the running game the last two years. Three years. They're ranked in the bottom of the league in rush defense for the last three years. Pass rusher. 
They need a pass rush in the first round. What will we see more of this year? Often, you know, defensive players or offensive players? Because, you know, you got a, a deep wide, rec- <laughs> wide receiver class and you got a pretty good quarterback crew. Are we going in the first round alone or? The first round. First round alone. Um, Because this year, I think overall, is just a lot of good. I think offensive players. I really do think offensive players. See, that's what I was kind of. We could have five quarterbacks go in the first round and not even know it. Uh, Burrow, Herbert, Tua. From. From. And, and Eason. And Eason. Don't and forget Eason. Eason. Washington. Eason's been the man. I love that kid. Now, who tanks this year to get Trevor Lawrence next year? Crap. That's a good question. Because, you know, you think of it, if the Chargers draft a quarterback, they won't need one. Denver, of course, doesn't need one. Assuming that um, Locke pans out. We all know Mahomes ain't going anywhere. Las Vegas, whatever. The Raiders are a question mark. Yeah. I think... Depending on what the Panthers do, I could say Carolina. But then again, could be the Raiders. It could be Tampa. I think it could even be the Falcons. Well, see, I was leaning more as like an NFC South team. Falcons, Tampa. I think it could be Atlanta. The Falcons. Well, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's in the middle of his thirties. He's got a massive deal. I mean, he hasn't, you know, since his MVP season, he hasn't quite lived up to that deal. But losing Kyle Shanahan hurts big time. So, well, yeah. I, if I'm the Falcons, I would consider. I mean, I would consider it, but this quarterback class next year is going to be fascinating. Yeah, because, I mean, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't know where Justin Fields is. That That's a good one, too, Fields. I don't, yeah, I don't know where he falls class rank. I don't know where he goes, either. Um... Sam Ellinger? Yes, Ellinger from Texas. Um, I know I'm missing somebody. Penn State quarterback? I completely forgot who he is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel so bad now. Penn State QB. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sean Clifford. I'm pro, so don't feel bad. Sean Clifford. By chance, does it show the top 2021 quarterbacks NFL draft? That could potentially, assuming that they leave. Let's put it that way. What are we talking about? Do we get paid for this? No. I, wish. I don't get paid for this. I wish. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love this job. Um, If we got paid for this, I would absolutely, absolutely be doing more shows. Yeah. Every single second of every single day. Yeah. 
you would have a thousand by the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna tag you in something. Um. Check your Twitter. Okay. Oh, God. Should I be scared? Oh, it's going to be fucking funny. Hold on. My laptop is frozen. Oh, come on, Mike. I know. Um, what are your thoughts on the CBA? Oh, I'm glad we were talking about that. I, I'm not surprised. Um, I don't know. You're curious. I'm curious how this is going to work. Very curious. Your thoughts on the potential, if not most likely, adding another team to the playoff? Seven teams. I think this. Oh, God. If this were to happen in 2015 with the Jets, I would have been fine with it. That was a Super Bowl team with the Jets. I'm sorry, but it was. Ooh, speaking of, um... Speaking of nonsense, um... The Universal Championship is on the line. This is the first time we've talked about wrestling in a long ass time. Dave. Yeah, where's Dave? Yeah, no. Where's our friend Dave? <laughs> we gotta get his ass back on here. Yeah, we do. Um The Universal title's on the line. Bray Wyatt, the fiend against Goldberg. Oh yes. He's. Oh yes. Did you watch the... I know it's not wrestling, but we're going to make it. Did you watch any of the fight or the highlights? I saw, highlights of the, I saw highlights of the fight. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had well, Fury in the 10th right. round. Knockout. Ignore my... I was, I was joking around with I sent my texts. I had Fury in the 10th round. Knockout. Go go on. I didn't expect that. I'm not going to lie. How much money did you lose? (laughs) Not much. (laughs) (laughs) You sly dog. I know, right? Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was actually like, eh. Eh, whatever. We have plenty of shit to get to. Um next time but for now we're gonna sign off um plenty of uh we have plenty of guests coming on in the near future so i guess you can say stay tuned i don't know whatever comes to mind why is mcmahon trending why i don't know like vince mcmahon or or jim mcmahon No, it's not Vince McMahon. Ryan McMahon. Yeah.
I just want to make sure Vince McMahon didn't die or something. Oh, it's FSU. Yeah. FSU basketball. Whatever. That's eh, fuck whatever. Um, Miami, Miami Heat. Anyone? Trying to watch some basketball. My brain, my brain has officially been fried. What's up? What's up? Your thoughts on D Wade's retirement jersey ceremony? Um, fucking well deserved. Oh heck yeah! Hall of Famer. Oh easily. Oh absolutely. Um, I can't think of anything else to talk about. So yeah, we're gonna sign off. Um. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Time to BS Podcast. Be sure to f- subscribe to our shows at iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anchor.fm, everybody. We're that show. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately speaking. Oh, I'm, I'm going to edit this crap. All right. I'm out.